All right. Welcome to episode four of the Option Football Podcast. We have the long-awaited episode with our guy, Dubs, Slick Willie. How you doing today? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing really good today. Glad to be here. Glad I could. Glad y'all let me on here. I'm very excited. Uh, we're gonna have. A, it's gonna be a great show. All right. Well, I, hey, tell I'm us. gonna go ahead and say too. This might be the most anticipated podcast ever. Yeah, I may be kind of. I wouldn't disagree, but I, I think that's disagree. probably it. I wouldn't disagree with that. Give the uh, give the listeners a little description of. Just tell us about yourself. How would you describe yourself in three words? Uh. Sicko mode will. That's, I mean, no, no better way to put it. I mean, I'm just, I'm an influencer, but I influence nobody. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, all right, let's hop right into it. Will, what are your thoughts on the Hogs upcoming season? We've talked about it a little bit on the show with our first episode, how we all think and our predictions. How do you think KJ Jefferson, um, or if it's going to be Millie Cornsby and the um, and Sam Pittman are going to do this year? I think that uh, we're going to definitely see an improved team. Uh, probably, I'm thinking six and six. I'll be happy with a bowl game. I'm thinking around six and six. If we do better than that, I mean that's just more exciting for me. I could see us doing better. You know, we've got a lot of talent on offense. We got a lot of talent on defense. It just all depends on the play of our uh, both offensive defensive lines and our quarterback. I mean, if KJ or Malik can show up, I mean, we're, we could be, we could be a deadly team in the uh, SEC West. Definitely, definitely shock some teams for sure. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, also, I don't even know why I didn't say this earlier in what I just said, plug, let's plug your Twitter. Let's plug yeah, your Twitter. The guy yeah. is just famous on Twitter, <laughs> man. I mean, I've, I've been doing a lot recently. Uh, I've done pretty well. You know, I, I need a bigger following for sure. I think I deserve it. Uh, at Will D. Warren on Twitter. That's all It's all you need to know. Slick Willie. You've, you've heard my name on the show before. So maybe I think it's been every episode we've mentioned you on here. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm, I'm an avid tweeter. And too, like you live a pretty crazy life. I mean, you met Zion Williamson the other day. Yeah. Yeah. I let's did. Come on. That's insane. Yeah, it was crazy. I was just, you know, I was up, I was at this bar, um, you know, having a good time on a nice uh, Friday night and Zion shows up, take a picture with him, you know, blows up, you know, I mean, what do you expect if you meet Zion Williamson? Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention too. Uh, I'm recent, recently drafted uh, by the New York Yankees um, yes. in the ninth round, just signed recently. So big things ahead, but you know, I'm more, I'm, I'm pushing more towards my uh, podcasting and uh, guests on podcast career than my baseball yeah. career. Yeah. They they got a bright future on that, on that <laughs> aspect right there. Um, uh, what else? What else? All right. I guess we can get into some regular news. Um, Rogers, this, I think this happened a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago. Aaron Rodgers turned the report came back by Adam Schefter yesterday. Aaron Rodgers turned down a deal, a two year extension where he would be the highest paid player in the league. We all saw this coming, but I guess we're mostly surprised that he turned it down, especially now. But I think I could be wrong, Keaton, but I think he has a week left to decide, like if he's going to play or not. Because don't yeah. doesn't doesn't he have to make a decision by training camp? I'm pretty sure um, he has to make it pretty soon. I don't know the actual date for it, but um, I think Green Bay's got their hands tied right now. They've given given him everything he could have asked for, but it, I think it's just too late. And I think they're like 
damn, the, we, we can't do anything about this. So either I think it's a trade or retire situation I, right now. I think I, it's I, a host jeopardy situation or nothing. That's yeah, really what we've kind of backed ourselves into, and that's what really should be happening. I could see him on there, man. I've been seeing some commercials with other people on there, and I'm like, no, they're probably holding the Aaron Rodgers ones for now. You know, they're going to release it. That's yeah. why I think they kind of waited for the uh, – we talked about the Madden cover a couple weeks ago. They kind of waited on that. I feel like Aaron Rodgers was maybe on the cover, and then they're like, well, shit, we need to pivot towards something else. But, Will, what do you think is going to happen with the Aaron Rodgers situation? Right now, I honestly think he's just going to sit. I think he's just going to sit here. I mean, we've seen maybe not so much in the NFL. I mean, the COVID year, we saw some people sit. But, like, in college, uh, you see you see people just opt out, basically. They're like, hey, I'm not going to play this year. I'm, I'm going to do something else. I think that's what he's going to do. I don't think that he's going to retire from football. But, I, it's very, Josh, it's very possible that he opts out this year and hosts Jeopardy for a year and then comes back next year. Um, cause they'll have to trade him at that point. If he, if he sits an entire year, they're going to have to trade him. There's nothing you can do about it and probably get less for him. Yeah. They're so going to get nothing for him. Now. It's probably yeah. going to be like a fourth or fifth round pick. Cause everybody knows he, they, he doesn't want to play for green Bay. So yeah. they have no leverage. And no, it's a lot of cap space. You're going to have to give up. And there's very few franchises that want a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers and can't afford it. So it's definitely interesting. They're probably going to get, barely anything for him if yeah. he does go and I, and I, like i said a couple of weeks ago um it's it's giving up that young core and like i said the three teams that are involved in it the broncos the raiders the washington football team they all have this new young core that they are looking to build off of and yeah you'd like to get a star like one of the best quarterbacks of all time but is it worth giving up this young core that you drafted and you kind of bonded well together with some of these vets who have on this team as well? So I think that could be really interesting to see. And I, I really don't think it's going to happen. I think he sits this year as well. Will I agree with you, but dude, that'd be hilarious. If just like, like, dude, he's growing out the flow. He's got the flow going, dude. He doesn't care. No, oh, I know he's, he's living, he's living life. Him and his fiance or wife or whatever that girl is, they're just yeah. living life. You know, they're in love. Good for them. Shout out um, Jalen Woodley. Yeah, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah. Let's talk a little about your uh, about our takes about your Jaguars. So during after we after the first week's podcast, you kind of gave some distaste towards our our takes. And I'd like to hear you kind of defend it a little bit, because I think we were all on the same page, but we want to hear your defense. Man, I just don't think they're going to be as bad as you think they're going to be. They're not going to be good, but they're not going to be as bad as you think. I think that I really do think that Trevor Lawrence is a generational talent. I think he's going to do really well. The Jaguars actually have an underage receiving core um, with, I mean, led by DJ Chark, who has already proven himself in my, in my book. We've got a really young defense, but a lot of first round draft picks on that defense that I think are going to come into their own this year. Um and it's all about the line. Once again, it's all about the O-line. We've got some good vets, but I, I don't think we're going to be good, but I don't think we're going to be, like, the worst team in the league. I think that – I I mean, the Texans are, are nothing. Yeah, that's two wins um, right there. Yeah, so <laughs> – and What's the I, ceiling I think I, on their record? Eight wins. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 I'd set the ceiling at probably like six wins, six and 11. 
Yeah, I could. I mean, realistically, like I, I'm not hating on Jaguars at all. I, I like a bunch of their players. I, I've loved Travis Etienne. I've loved um, uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think DJ Chark is amazing. He's really good. Um, but I just I, I think it's going to take Urban Meyer a little bit. I think he's going to be kind of shocked. He has brought in a really good coaching staff around him. But I think that might be, you know, it's not going to be, you know, immediate like hey, we're, we're in contention for the South. You know, I think they're still, you know, I feel like they'll compete a little bit. Like, like they'll shock a couple teams, but I, I, I don't like, like realistically, I think they'll be pretty competitive. But, you know, like you said, Josh, I kind of, I kind of agree with the six to seven wins. I think a six win season is like really good for Jacksonville. Yeah. I mean, they got some young guys that can ball like Chark, Chenault, uh, they got James Robinson, Trevor Lawrence. They got some guys that can just ball, but um, I think they're just missing two big of things to make them a good caliber team. And I think here two, three years, they're going to be pretty decent if nothing holds them back or make any bad picks. So, I mean, Jacksonville, I've always like kind of eh, a little bit trading Ramsey and getting rid of that defense, but here it is now. They got all the cast space. They got these good draft picks. So let's see what they can do. But um, I think maybe even four wins would be good and just see how Trevor Lawrence plays, develop them a little bit and see how this goes for the next few years. Yeah. Four wins. That's just so low, man. That's so low. <laughs> well, just got you're, underrating, you're underrating the defense and uh, Trevor Lawrence. Also, I, who, I don't remember which one of y'all was saying that Travis Etienne was a bad pick, but I don't think I, so. It was me. I, I, me. It was, I think it was both of us because, I mean, look, if you look at the point in the draft that they took him, I'm not sure. I still haven't – I need to fact check it, but I think they took him over Rashad Bateman, the Minnesota wide receiver. I could be wrong. I but think they, they did. did. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they if they did, then that's a they bad did. pick because because Rashad Bateman is, a, is an actual good wide receiver and you had James Robinson at running back and then he takes another running back in Travis Etienne and he's like, I'm going to make him a wide receiver. Why didn't you just take Rashad Bateman – and put him at wide receiver so you didn't have to do that com- convert him. And I mean, granted, Travis Etienne is a very good running, it's a very good receiving running back, but it, it I, I I don't know, it kind of makes more sense to me if they would have just taken Rashawn Bateman or Elijah Moore. Like I think if they took Elijah Moore in that offense would have been insane. And because we know Urban Meyer is gonna run a college offense. Like yeah, I mean even go, go ahead. they just didn't fill in their needs, I feel like. I mean, Etienne's a a great athlete, great player, did really good at Clemson, but I think there's more things that you need other than a flashy running back when you already have a thousand yard rusher. I get you can get a receiving back, but you, you have free agencies. Uh, you can sign someone or just draft a guy in the third or fourth round. But um, I think they just need to fill in that offensive line a little bit. But what do you think, Will? Agreed. But here's my here's my rebuttal. So, Etienne is. He does have a lot of mileage, which is a, which is definitely a bad sign. And I'm an anti-take running back in the first round guy. I think that running backs are a dime a dozen, uh, especially got like James Robinson undrafted, unless uh, it's take one. undrafted. Um, but yeah, true. But Etienne, him and Trevor Lawrence already have the chemistry, and the way the league is moving, and the way that Urban Meyer is going to run his offense, you have to have a receiving back. James Robinson is not a receiving back; he's a downfield runner. He was not good catching the ball out of the backfield last year. Etienne will give you that option, and as long as he can, his legs are still good, I think that he will be dynamic in that offense. And with the chemistry they already have, I think that they can do a lot. He'll be he'll be like 
I don't want to say Taysom Hill because he's not going to play quarterback, but he can move all <laughs> over the field. <laughs> yeah. Like a, like a hybrid, like Dexter McCluster like, almost. Like, but he'll, he'll yeah. like a hybrid. He can play slot Jabril, out of the backfield. He can go in motion. Yeah. Like, they Jabril can do Peppers. a lot of them, I think. But I, 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 I'm also a Clemson guy, though, so I do. Okay. I, have a I see where you're coming from. I, I, I just – I like ETN. I just don't like where it fit, fit the needs, you know. But I, It is a risky pick for sure. Yeah. But it's a risky it can pan off. I mean, we have a there's a lot of unknowns for Jacksonville this year. Yeah. They could have a pretty good year, or just I don't know. We'll or they see. They could be really bad. Trevor Lawrence may not be the one. You know, you never exactly. Know. So we'll see. You just never know with that young of a I, team. I do think the the quarterback of that draft class that will be a bust um, after Trey Lance is going to be Zach Wilson, just because he's in New York. Yeah. I mean, he's he's got the arm talent, and I wish I I, I want him to be really good just because of how how good he can throw the ball but it's just it's just new york man like something needs to change i don't know what it is but yeah i wouldn't even say after trey lance i'd put him at probably number one just most volatile because he could go out there and be really good one week but the next week go four for 25 with three picks and 56 passing yards i feel like we just don't know yeah yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure Trey Lance will end up being a bust at first, at least because he's going to be in Shanahan's offense, and that guy makes yep. anybody look good. That guy made yeah. Nick Mullins look good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just I, I, I see your point there. But just my whole thing, I, I don't know. Like, I totally, I believe in Shanahan. Shanahan's one of the best coaches. I think he's a top five coach in the NFL. But I just think that I, I don't. I don't. I didn't. I haven't seen much out of Trey Lance. You know, I haven't seen much Trey Lance. I don't know. He reminds me of like a. I don't know, man. He reminds me kind of like Sam Darnold a little bit, a smaller Sam Darnold, a little bit more mobile, just the kind of, just the kind of way how like, I I don't know, man. I just, I haven't seen too much about him. I guess Sam Sam Darnold was a very bad comparison. Uh, I don't know, just a quarterback that we didn't really get to see a lot out of. And then he went into the draft and got drafted early and, didn't really do well. I don't. I don't well, know. Because the thing about. was, Sam oh, Darnold absolutely. too. Let's not overlook the uh, fact that he had Adam Gase <laughs> coaching. Him. We saw a lot of Carson Wentz, but yes, Adam Gase is a huge point. Adam Gase is horrible, so okay. that is a big point. We don't know what Robert Sala is going to do with his with his team. But I saw John Lynch and Shanahan talking about Trey Lance, and they were like, "That is our guy." Like after interviewing him and seeing him at the combine workouts, he was their guy. So I mean, they definitely see something in him. It's, but half over many people in this that follow NFL have not seen him play a football game. It's just so, crazy, man. We'll see. I, it's just crazy. I I thought they were going to take Justin Fields. I thought Justin Fields fits I in. thought so too. Amazing in that offense. But even Mac Jones would have worked there too. Yeah. I thought they were going to take Mac Jones at three. I, I really did. Because he's literally, I mean, Mac Jones is literally like Tom Brady. Like built like him and everything, not very mobile. He's got a great arm, extremely accurate and very smart. I don't know, man. But yeah, all right. Let's let's get right. Let's get to some other news. Uh, Nick Starkle, this guy. <laughs> so when was it? I think it was yesterday. No, I think it was two days ago. Two or okay. three days ago. Yes, three days ago, July eighteenth. Um. Student section Instagram posted the worst starting quarterbacks for each SEC West team since 2010. One of them was Jeremy Johnson for Auburn. Um, And then on there twice was Nick Starkle. One playing for Texas A&M, 
and then two playing for Arkansas. That <laughs> that's a pretty big blow for being on that list twice. He wasn't Charleston. that bad though. Oh, he's on oh, like he the was... list for like the Davey O'Brien watch with San Jose State this year too. Yeah, like, yeah, he's like he had a good year last year. I don't think I don't know if that's fair to give him the Arkansas one. The A and M one, I'd say it's fair. Arkansas, I mean, dude, we started Cole Kelly. Yeah, yeah, they, he <laughs> stepped into a really bad situation. Well, I, think, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't like Nick. I don't like Nick Sarko just because he was like the Justin Bieber stuff, and like he was so he was all he was always so cocky and stuff, and like he was so cocky about himself, and he got in there and he he played good. But his, I think his first start was when we lost to San Jose State in 2019. And yeah, then yeah. and then he – I think he got benched or just didn't play in the game against um, – who was it? Um, against A&M. And um, who, was, who was the quarterback from SNU, number six, who almost oh, – Ben Hicks. Pick six Hicks. Yeah. Well, Ben Ben Hicks actually, like, played the best out of any of the quarterbacks – that that 2019 season and put up good numbers but yeah that is tough for for him to say that and he tweeted he posted and said they did me so dirty dot 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 laughing emoji laughing emoji gets us another award question mark do i at least get a helmet sticker for this accomplishment so i want i want to go back to the point it may have been blown over will just call them pick six hicks that's that's good that's we a said good yeah. hicks and pick six hicks at the same time <laughs> that's a good okay. one the first time I watched Nick Starkle after he transferred was the Ball State San Jose State bowl game where he threw three first half picks, and I was like, <laughs> "That is why he transferred." Yeah, I was like, "That's a Nick Starkle I know." Like, yeah, I mean, that's the one we saw. But apparent, I mean, at what conference are they in the WAC? I think it's Mountain West. Mountain, Mountain West. West. Okay, I don't think that they're in the. I don't. Are they that high up? I don't know. Let's maybe. see. I think so. Well, well, he started doing really well, and like he's putting out everywhere, like. Oh, I'm so good. Yeah. I, I'd love to remind people. I would love to remind him as well. You transfer, you had to transfer from two SEC schools and go to San Jose State. And now you started playing good because they you're are in the Mountain West. West. Yeah. Because you're playing against Wyoming, San Diego State, all these people that you aren't in the SEC. So obviously you cannot compete in the SEC level. So don't hate on and talk shit to people who are in the SEC because you had to leave and go to the Mountain West. I think he deserves to be on that list. Not twice, but once. And that should I agree. I think he agree. I think he deserves to be more on the on the Arkansas side more than the AM. I, I agree. I'm with you on that. I don't I think mean, he played as much for our, for AM that he did for Arkansas. And he was just extremely disappointing for Arkansas. He I gave think, it the best that he could have, man. Yeah. Just, oh, no, it, I, supreme effort. That's I, all we could ask. I, for. I mean, I mean, he he's got the arm talent and he's he's an athletic guy. And he seemed like he's put it together in uh, San Jose State, but I, he just wasn't able to get it done at the SEC level. And it's it's tough. It's the SEC. But um, all righty, next one. Let's go to. I just I wrote it down. Dabo's a fucking idiot for his comments about the college football expansion. So Dabo came out and he said, "The there are not." 12 teams good enough to compete for a championship in the playoff. He's been the, he's becoming my most disliked coach because he's really the only one that's kind of come out and said that everyone else embraces it in total. 
And yeah, there are twelve. There maybe there's not twelve. Uh, I would I would agree. Maybe with not them. twelve not good twelve teams. good teams. There's like, eight max. Like our I say team. ten. I say ten. Like our conversation we had in the first pod. There are many good teams in the SEC, and and you catch a team on a bad day and you can upset them. So I I thought he was really stupid on that, and I don't know if y'all saw it, but. They asked Mike Leach at media at SEC Media Day today about it, and he was like, "He was like, I'd like to see 64. <laughs> Just imagine a 64 team playoff in college football. That'd be hilarious." I, okay, now I want Mike Leach to step down as head coach of Mississippi State and just become the brain of just this college football 64 team tournament. And just have him devote two years and see how he can get it to work out. Because you know he could get it to work out. You know how they have the fun facts under every coach? Lane Kiffin, it was like, lost 30 pounds because he just stopped eating. And then Mike Leach's was like, thinks he's seen Bigfoot a couple times, believes he's real, uh, believes aliens are like small and green, some shit like that. It was so funny. He's the best college football personality by far. Will, what do you got on that? I mean, I'm a Dabo guy because I'm a Clemson guy, but yeah, that was just fucking stupid, man. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, granted, like Alabama, LSU had their year, but Alabama, Clemson, have, and Ohio State have dominated the college football playoff. But I mean, give everybody their shot. I want to see, I want to see the Coastal Carolinas, the Cincinnati's yeah. of the world yes. get in there. You know, give them a shot. You know, they they might do something. I'd like it's, March Madness is the best tournament in in the world. Why would you not? And it draws so much attention. Why would you not want football to be at least a little bit like that? Yeah. So you brought up Cincinnati. Will is Cincinnati? This a question for everybody. Is Cincinnati here to stay? Do you think? And yes. if they continue it, do you think they jump into yes. a bigger conference like the Big Ten? I don't think they'll jump into the Big Ten. I think they'll stay where they're at. But as long as they have Luke Fickle there and he's doing his job because he's a good coach. He he came in for Urban Meyer. Um, during his tenure at old at Ohio State as the D coordinator and he acted as a head coach and he was very good. But I think he's just a very good coach and very good recruiter. And within that conference, he can recruit guys to go to Cincinnati and play at elite level. They like they almost beat Georgia last year. Like well, they're gonna still be a good team. Because the yeah. problem with a lot of those schools I feel like too is they have really good coaches, but they can't compete with the big jobs that come open each year so can they keep luke fickle yes okay here so when i watched the bowl game last year i saw that 33 guys on scholarship were from ohio and they were guys that just got overlooked by ohio state so i mean he's kind of getting the scraps out of everybody and he's able to coach them up into being a top 10 team in the country so i mean if they keep on getting these four four stars in here they can develop them up when they're seniors and just play at an elite level and I saw that against Georgia last year. I think these teams are going to start to come up a little bit and kind of stay here with like the American Conference. And uh, is Cincinnati in the American with UCF? Yes. Yeah, I think mid-major, not not necessarily mid-majors, but non-power five schools. I think you're going to have some one or two teams out of those conferences that are just going to be popping up every year, like Coastal Carolina last year. I think they're going to be pretty good, but um, then again, they're in the Sun Belt. So, I mean, they're not playing these teams like Alabama, Georgia, LSU, but I would love to see them do that more often. And I think this is a great opportunity for that. I agree. What do you think, Will? Um, I mean, I think that Cincinnati is definitely going to sustain, like like Luke was saying, Luke Fickle's a great coach. 
Um, and he's going to get that talent. It's going to be like an Iowa thing, but I think that Ohio may have better talent than like Iowa does because Iowa, they get their homegrown guys. And what's Nebraska did forever too. They just get their homegrown guys. They develop them as long as they can get people to stay. I think Ohio has better talent than both of those states. So I think that he'll be able to develop that lesser talent than Ohio State and groom them into a top 10 team most every year as long as they can keep him. Um, and I think that the Americans really not that bad of a conference. Uh, they play, I mean, they played quite a few different, quite a few good teams in there. I mean, they're not, they're definitely not a power five, but they're obviously the next, the next one up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've, they've probably had better teams than the Pac-12 has had, like yeah. from the top in the last five years. They've had yeah. like, I'm, I'm going to rattle off just a couple of teams that lately since, since around 2015, 2013 that have competed heavily, even when the BCS era was still there. UFC did it twice. UCF did it twice. Well, that like, one year that Louisville was there too. Yes, yeah. okay. we'll, we'll count that. But UCF did it twice in 2013 to 2014 when they had Blake Bortles and they went to Fiesta Bowl. I don't know if they ended up winning that game. Um, and then in, of course, it was 2017 where they beat Auburn in the Chick-fil-A Bowl and they went undefeated. The next year they went to the Chick- they went to the Fiesta Bowl and they were still undefeated but lost to LSU. Then Memphis was pretty good a couple of years ago as well. SMU two years ago was ranked like I think thirteen at one point. SMU had because yeah, they started like eight and zero I think. Yeah, and they had Shane Bouchelle as their starting quarterback. Yep. And then and then this past year you have Cincinnati. So like you said, Will, I agree. That's the American the American Conference is a good conference. And they put up a ton of points too. It's fun to watch. They put up like fifty points a game. It's it's unbelievable. The air raid is pretty much what they all do down there. Just, SMU and Memphis games are always fun to watch. Oh, yeah. I'll always tune into an SMU-Memphis game. Oh, yeah. All righty. Um, I do want to talk about this NFL news that I missed. Um, we were talking about the Roger stuff earlier. Cam Akers tearing his ACL, I mean, Achilles this week um, for the Rams, the running back out of Florida State coming out of his rookie year. That, I don't think it, you know, shifts too much in the NFC West, kind of the power and kind of the front runner, because, you know, everyone thinks the front runner is obviously going to be the um, the Rams. But I think it makes it a lot closer because, you know, having Matt Stafford is exceptionally, like, helpful, but having a good running back in Cam Makers, who was very productive last year, is extremely helpful. I but mean, what, were the Rams ever the front runner, though? Because the Cardinals just got J.J. Watt, too, this year. Yeah, yeah, but hop yeah, but JJ Watt's kind of old. Yeah, yeah, Injury I agree with Luke there. He's he's a little he's a little washed. Okay. Look, not I mean, washed, but he's not washed, but he's not he's not the player that he was. Yeah, look, if this was 2013, 2014, they got JJ Watt, then well shit. That defense is gonna be really good. But I do keep forgetting that they have Chandler Jones and JJ Watt, but I don't know. They still have Kalias too. Uh, no, no, he's well, hasn't played there in years. Yeah, well, hey, yeah. that's my mind. He my mind, he went then, oh, he yeah, there to the Jags, and then now he's at the Ravens. But I think, um, I think, uh, I, I still don't think the Cardinals are gonna be gonna win it because there's there's just something about Cliff Kingsbury, but yeah, how do y'all think that? I don't know what y'all think about that Cam Akers news, um. Well, McVeigh said he's going to ride uh, Daryl Henderson and then the fifth-round draft pick. I don't even know his name. But, um, yeah, we'll see. I think it might be more of a pass-heavy offense now and then run the ball a little bit. But I think pretty much it's going to be the same. You're missing a big guy on that offense. K-Makers was a beast second half of 
last season. But um, who uh, they got Cooper Cup, Robert, Robert Woods, uh, Tyler Higby. Do they I think still they're have Brandon be... Cooks. Cooks is in Houston. Oh. Yeah, dude, Cooks hasn't been, <laughs> Cooks hasn't been there in a while, dude. Uh, yeah. My brain's stuck Desha- in like 2016. I, did they get Deshaun Jackson this year? I don't know. Maybe. I think the last time Rhodes watched the Rams was like Super Bowl. Same yeah, the year they went to the Super Bowl. And Bradford. Jared Goff isn't their quarterback either, Josh. Just to let you know. Yeah, no, I know. I know. He got sent to the Lions with Dan Tara. Um, but yeah, I think if they brought in some guy, somebody, I'd love to see Adrian. Yeah, Peterson. I think that would be a good idea. But I don't think they. I think they want to ride with Cam Akers yeah. in case this free agent does have a good year. So I mean, they they know what they're getting out of Daryl Henderson. He's came yeah. in a little bit after Gurley, done what he's supposed to do. So I mean, I get that, but um, I think a free agent signing would be huge because I mean you already spent a lot of money on that on Stafford and trade a lot to get him. So I mean, we'll see. Um, I think Daryl Henderson, see what he does a few games, but you can still sign Frank Gore, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> if he's still, still able to run. Yeah. But uh, um, I think it's third division to lose right now. In I my agree. Opinion. I agree. Um, all right. Let's go back to some college football. Um, Texas being fucking Texas. So um, we also forgot this. Um, Mike Gundy cut his mullet. So that sucks. Yeah, what the uh, hell? Like, why that's, do you – That's the worst. Like, he's got to give us a warning. You can't just do that without giving the people a warning. You can't just show up. You showed up to media day with that. And then also the news at a media day was that officials said in the Big 12 that teams will probably be – probably be be, penal, be penalized for doing the horns down against Texas at other Texas players. They can do it to the fans – but not towards other players. That is the softest fucking shit I have ever heard in my life. Texas, we know you're the one implementing this. You're the one pushing for this. You can't take another team teasing you by just putting the horns down when when you're getting beat. Like, get o- like get over it, man. It's, it's like people are making fun of you because they're beating you. Now everyone's going to do it more. Like, you're, in, you're, in, you're antagonizing them. The reason Texas is so bitchy is because they haven't been – extremely relevant in a national championship conversation since 06. Is that the year they won? Colt McCoy. Well, they had Colt McCoy. They were they're yeah. with Colt McCoy, but still, it's just Texas. They're so soft, man. I mean, it just makes me lose even more respect for them. You know, everybody, Texas is back. Texas is back. Fuck that. They're not, they're not going, they're not anywhere. If you can't take a little heat, fuck you. <laughs> I think Texas's (laughs) Texas's biggest rival is Maryland at the moment. I mean, going 0 for 2 against them, that was incredible. That was, that was, I was astonished when they lost both those games. Um, Yeah, that's so soft. So soft. And you know, everyone's going to do it more now. That's the thing. Like, um, I love doing horns down. I do it all the time. I do it when like my team is, I'll do it when we aren't even playing Texas. Um, (laughs) But also the news that came out today, just this afternoon during SEC media days, was that Texas and OU expressed interest in joining the SEC. What the fuck, dude? First of all, my my thoughts, that would be – it would be insane. I don't – like there's no way that that happens because in the Big 12 it would just be nothing. 
and OU and Texas would kind of be pushing away their ticket that they basically have every year to the college football playoff. Exactly. So culturally, I don't think they would fit in the SEC at all either. I think Texas would fit in better, but OU, I don't think culturally is an SEC school at all. Just like Mizzou, culturally, not an SEC school. They are an SEC school, but their culture is not the rest of the SEC's culture. Yeah, I think we've just gone so far with college football being relevant and like these conferences being set. I think it's kind of weird switching it up. I mean, we did have Nebraska, Mizzou, um, Maryland, and Rutgers all switch up, but I think everything's set good where it is now because it's not just football. Was it just football or is it just it's everything? Everything, I'm sure. It would be everything. I think you have to move. If you're that big, if you're not like a Notre Dame or a Syracuse, like you have to move yeah. to all of your programs. All, all OU and Texas want to do is get on that SEC money. There's just so much money in the conference. They make enough money on their own, but they want in on that. Um, I, honestly, I think it'd be a terrible move for both schools from a act or athletic standpoint, though, because they're going to get rocked. They're not going to make, like you were saying, Luke, they're not going to make it in any sport. We the SEC is better than both of those teams in every sport: baseball, basketball, football. I mean, anything. Track. Dude, yeah, what, OU what? and Texas are just completely. Well, fucked in every asset aspect, and I don't even think they would be near the same national relevance in football anymore. What I think would happen in the foot. What I think would happen is like it would be hilarious to see they join the Big Twelve and like let's say Texas's first game is Mississippi State. Join the SEC. Yeah, join the SEC. My bad. And they're like, all right, Mississippi State, it's a fucking cakewalk. Like we're Texas. Mississippi State beats them. That's your fucking wake up call, the SEC, because that can happen with any team. Except for, let's say, except for Vanderbilt. But that can happen with any team in the SEC. Like, because it's that good of a conference and it's that competitive. But I think if they split up, it would it would be kind of cool because that would move Alabama and Auburn. Like, if we did it geographically, it'd be Alabama and Auburn would now be in the East. And you now would see Alabama playing Florida and Georgia every year. And, but, but they do it along the Mississippi River. So Mizzou West, would then flip to the West. Yeah, they would. Yeah. So it would be – the West would be Mizzou, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, LSU, OU, Texas A&M, and Texas. And then the East would be Kentucky, Tennessee, South Carolina, Alabama, Auburn, Florida, Vanderbilt. Am I missing anybody else? Georgia. Georgia, too. And it, it, it would be kind of cool to see that, but – also, like like what you said, like like we all y'all were saying about the revenue will and how much money they make. No one get on the SEC money. Texas would not be able to be able to like do the the Longhorn Network. The SEC wouldn't let that shit happen. They have their own yeah. network. Does anybody yeah, watch the that. Longhorn Network? I don't think fuck, so. Fuck no. Who who watched who would watch that? Other than unless you're a Texas fan, I guess. Then you would watch. Oh, it's just a bunch of Texas wins all the time. Probably Colt just McCoy. feel better about himself. Probably Colt McCoy, you know, <laughs> Colin Johnson. But, yeah. I, so, basically, just the gist of, like, the past 10 minutes that we've been talking about, Texas is down bad right now. That's all I'm know. getting. Texas seems like they're kind of – I don't know. They, they kind of want attention. They just can't figure it out. I mean, yeah. and they can't win. They can't get – national like nationally looked at because they can't win so they i'm i just don't know i just think it's they don't know what to do anymore 
You know, they think that going to the SEC will, SEC will solve all, the pro, all their problems, but you're still going to have to recruit kids from Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, I mean, everywhere. So, I mean, I just don't really get it. Um, maybe to have some more competition, but you're going to barely even make a bowl game. So, I, I'm just lost for words. I was like, is this real? Like, <laughs> Me too. Um, yeah, but damn, that's insane. All right, Josh, let's get to the Twitter response of the week. Okay, Twitter response of the week actually came just a couple hours ago whenever I was preparing for this episode. Uh, William J. Hilliard tagged us and said, listening to y'all play rock, paper, scissors on a long drive hits different. Dude, when I got that, to uh, how we played rock, paper, scissors yeah. to determine the draft order. When I got that that notification, I thought it was going to be like, this shit sucks. Because I that was such bad radio, but I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, we probably shouldn't have played a game that you need to see to kind of understand yeah. it. Will, what, what do you think as a uh, friend of the pod? I mean, I think you, I mean, you had to decide the draft order somehow. Yeah, and I'm also I not a big hater of like bad radio. Like, I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm going to do a, a random name generator like right now for, because for um, in this episode, we're going to do at the end, we're going to do our best available, but it's going to be darty jerseys. Um, but Will, since you're our guests, are going to be picking first, but us, I'll decide the order by the random generator for us three. But Nice. Perfect. All righty. Um, let's get into our movie review, Space Jam 2. So it came out on theaters and on HBO Max this past Friday. And holy shit, man. LeBron sucks at acting, which we kind of expected. But I want to know if Don Cheadle is okay. Because why <laughs> did he take this movie? Okay. Like, you... <laughs> like no. let's just realize this is a kid's movie. That's what it's supposed to be. They're not trying to make it win any awards or anything. It was not that bad of a movie. Yeah, I was going to say, LeBron, very cheesy, not a good actor, whatever. Kind of expected that out of the guy. He's kind of just a cheese dick in general, but. It was <laughs> Can we really... make a t-shirt that says that LeBron is a cheese dick? <laughs> yeah, get some yes, yes, yes. Uh, you heard it here first on the option uh, pod. We got it. But that movie was really not that bad. I really had low expectations, so maybe that helped, but. The part, like, spoiler alert, but the part whenever they were, like, having to collect all the Looney Tunes and all the other, like, movie worlds, I thought was pretty good. That was awesome. The one that caught me by surprise was the Mad Max Fury Road one. That yeah, one was hilarious to me. So, so, so those and are Rick on, and Morty. That was yeah. an even bigger surprise. So those are on some of my points. Like, okay, my first thoughts, you know, you have the couple of days and the instant reaction. Like, instant reaction, I was like, this movie fucking sucks. But there, but there were cool and funny parts. Anytime I see or or you have Looney Tunes on a screen, I'm gonna smile. I'm gonna like it just because Looney Tunes is just funny. Like Wiley e. Coyote in the game, he painted a he painted a damn uh, a train that came through and ran over Anthony Davis. Like that was funny. And then um, assembling the team was very good. Like when they went back to Casablanca. The Mad Max Fury Road, when they got Lola Bunny. Lola Bunny, who is the MVP, in my opinion, of the entire game. <laughs> Come on. Who, who you got? 
MVP okay. was Bugs, 100%. He sacrificed Bro. his life. He Bro. just wanted Yo, to see the boys be happy. Fuck LeBron for that. I uh, on I know y'all heard of it on PMT. PFT said, fuck LeBron for killing Bugs Bunny, and I couldn't agree more. Couldn't Agreed. agree more. Uh, they also, um, I have to agree with this that they also said on that. Uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to steal any takes here, but yeah, uh, Wiley Coyote with that uh, little little ball machine, he scored like he kind of brought him back quite yeah. a bit. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, scored, a he, like, he had like nine nine hundred points. So he was like he was like the Greg Jennings. He put the team on his back, if we were to oh, say yeah. it. Yeah. And then he put himself in the machine, and I mean, and created a million Wiley Coyotes. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, also, yeah, Don Cheadle sucked. Having your having your villain name be Al G Rhythm or Al, I don't know. I, I'm gonna say yeah. I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to make kind of a joke. I but know it, but it was, but it was just not good. And like he had some funny, like subtle jabs at LeBron. Like um, uh, he said he was like, "Damn, your dad left again." Like talking about him switching all the teams. That was pretty yeah. funny. Um, but overall, my favorite scene was Porky Pig when he just dropped the mic and went in and and just threw some bars down. Someone made an edit with that with the Eminem Eight Mile scene, and it was, <laughs> it was so damn funny. <laughs> Did anybody else get the vibe though that they were just sucking LeBron's dick so hard yes. the whole time? LeBron made the movie. You saw that coming, dude. You knew it was going to come. I on. didn't think it'd be that bad. Ah, I, I don't know. And then it's LeBron James. Yeah. It's LeBron James. <laughs> dude, he tweeted. He tweeted. Uh, did y'all see? He tweeted after the Suns went up 2 0. He said, he said, two down, two to go. And they didn't win a single game after that. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. But I think, yeah, I, I don't know. And then the Michael, the Michael Jordan tease as well. Okay, that was pretty good. You can't lie. No. Having no. Michael B. Jordan walk in for a second, I thought they may like pull a quick one and have Bill Murray come out like from the first one. But then having Michael B. Jordan walk out, that was like the second best thing I feel like that they could have done. Other than Michael Jordan come in. That would have been cool if they would have had MJ. That would have been real cool. That would have made the movie. That would have made a movie so much better if they had MJ. The Monstars, though, I kind of wanted to see, like, I, I like I liked the Monstars from the previous movie, so I wanted them to look like that. The, but this wasn't the Monstars. This was the Goon Squad, dude. Whatever. Completely different franchise. Whatever, man. Whatever. I wanted to see Crit Stops. See what he looked like. Man, that would be a scary dude. Oh, no. AD or, was kind of uh, scary. Lobon. Yeah, <laughs> putting Boban in that movie would have been a disservice to humanity as a whole. It would have been a, it would have been a crime to put Boban in that movie. Dame, Dame got rocked by uh by Granny. Yeah, made his ass old. Boban <laughs> already kind of looks like a Looney Tune now, so I don't know what they could have done to him to make him look even more so. I think um, I also like I know the premise was it was a video game. But I also wanted to see a regular basketball game. I didn't yeah. want to see, hey, I take a fadeaway jump shot and I step on a boost, and we have 50 points with the first shot. Like They had to make it different, though. They're not going to make it exactly <laughs> like the first they, one. They didn't have to make it different. There was already so much that was different about it. But 
I, I agree with you, Josh. I can it. It's a good kids movie. It's a really good kids movie. All right, what's the rankings? What's everybody thinking? What on a scale of one to ten? Sure, I'll give mine. I'm giving it a three out of five balls. Solid film. I'm not good on the ball scale. Um, um, for going one, I'm gonna go one through ten. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say four. That's rough because the CGI yeah. and there were some funny jokes, but I don't know. I'll go five. I'll go five. Whatever. Since I'm not a kid and I did not enjoy this movie at all, except for the cameos, I'm gonna give it a four, maybe a four point five. I just was like, when is this movie going to be over? It was a long movie. It was like two hours. And they just like drug it out. But the cameos were awesome. Some of the jokes were funny. Uh, the pig was really good. But three and a half or four, whatever I said, somewhere in there. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, 6.3 on this one. I mean, it was good. Uh, kids movie. I mean, but I mean, it's, it's just a pretty typical ranking for a movie like that, you know. I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to. I was pleasantly surprised, to be honest. The first 10 minutes really set it up for failure, I thought. Within yeah, the first 10 minutes, I was just like, oh, my God, LeBron the is the worst actor of all time. Yeah. The ball machine thing was pretty yes. funny. When his son got rocked. And I'm pretty yeah. sure, like, um, they portrayed his sons as his sons. Like, is Bryce his, his youngest son? Like, is he not good at basketball or something? Like, <laughs> I didn't yeah, know must be a nerd. Damn. Yeah, must be a nerd, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, solid. Yeah, all right, movie. All right, let's get to the biggest news, biggest sports news um, going on right now. The Bucks winning the 2021 NBA Finals. They closed it out last night on a 50-point, um, 14-rebound and five-block performance by Giannis. In my opinion, I thought it was the – the best single game closeout performance I've seen in, in my recent years of watching the finals. Um, I thought I, I said it on Twitter. I think Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton were half the reason why they won it. Um, they Drew Holiday is just so underrated. And Chris Middleton, he he gets hot, but like their big three is them two and Giannis, and they didn't have a great like the other two didn't have a great game last night. They were playing horrible in the first half, and they all just picked it up towards the end. But I think part of the reason was because Aiton got in foul trouble. And if your big man gets in foul trouble, you're screwed against Giannis. Um, and then uh, Devin Booker did not play well. CP3 was playing good. Like, he was playing a good game. But I think just the crowd got into it. But I, I, I love that win by the Bucs because it showed, like even Giannis said in postgame, he didn't have to get a super team to win this series, to win it. Like, you don't have to have a super team to win the finals anymore. He just proved that. So I really hope that helps the NBA and shows younger players, hey, you can do this shit on your own. Like, I want my ultimate goal, I want to see KD go back to OKC and win his fi- and win a finals there with yeah. not any help. Because he can do that. He can really – he has the talent to do that. And just – it was a good – for a small market team to win it. Um, sucks for the Suns. Going up 2-0 and losing four straight. But, yeah, incredible performance by the Bucs. I uh, I really love seeing just Giannis ball out. Yeah, I'm, I was pretty much going to go on a spiel about the small market pretty much winning this finals. Um, we've just been seeing, like, the Warriors and the Nets going out and get these superstars. But 
uh, even the Suns too, they're kind of a smaller market, but seeing these two teams in the finals, you saw that they're capable of winning a championship. And I think you're going to see these guys branch off a little bit, kind of do their own thing and try and win a finals by themselves. And I think maybe like the Bucks, um, some other small market teams, I think will, I think succeed here in the near future. Um, I, I don't think it's a super team league anymore after last night. Um, Giannis is a freaking beast. Uh, that, after that block, was it game four or game five? I think that was five, wasn't it? In, yeah. Game four. Well, no, game four was the block. Game five was the dunk. Yeah, game four. I mean, just watching him do that with all those eyes on him, heat of the moment, like just making those plays, it just shows how talented he is. And I think he's arguably one of the best players in the NBA, which is definitely hard to accomplish when you got KD, James Harden, all those guys. So congrats to the Bucks. That's a big-time accomplishment for winning the finals when you got the Nets. Uh, big, good teams in the East, good teams in the West. It's a huge accomplishment. Does this mean the Pistons are up next now, though? Possibly. No. no. <laughs> no. I got I, one I was, thing to add. I agree with everything that has been said here. I'm happy for the Bucks. I'm a big Giannis guy. I have been for a long time. Um, I've, he's just a freak, man. That guy's just such a such a great basketball player. A lot of people like to say bad things about his game. Like he has only has one dimension. I think that he proved a lot of people wrong here today or yesterday, I guess, but this year really. Uh, but please put some uh, – let's put some respect on Arkansas legend Bobby Portis' name. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, this guy was great off the Bobby. bench. That guy was great off the bench. He's got the heart of Milwaukee – or uh, yeah, he's got the heart of Milwaukee. They love him. Hope to see them win a few more championships together. It's good to see an, Ar an Arkansas guy get a champion. That's our first – or second one, I think, maybe ever. Like with no, the guy it's that the got first one minutes. since uh, Corliss Cor Williamson Corliss since won before. it with the Pistons. Yeah. Well, they're not due again. So, <laughs> But I – um, yeah, on your Bobby Porter's sake, um, I wrote – so that's – I don't know if y'all saw it, but during that play where Bobby Porter – where CP3 was trying to get to the ball and Bobby Portis was holding him and blocking him from getting to the ball and CP3 was like, like pissed at him, like ready to fight – and Bobby Portis is just standing there smiling. That's the most terrifying thing you could ever see if you're like trying to fight somebody <laughs> and they are just looking at you and smiling. You know, you know you're fucked. That's why I was like, Bobby Portis, I would never fuck with Arkansas legend, and he's just insane. I love Bobby Portis. He was awesome. He really played amazing. He had like 16 points. But I think CP3 does come back, and I think the Suns will be in contention next year. But did you know that Devin Booker? and Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton all had to, I think it was either today or tomorrow, go fly to Tokyo together. That's yeah. brutal. Brutal. Dude, that sucks so bad. Did y'all see Giannis also um, this morning doing the Chick-fil-A chicken minis? He got 50. He brought both trophies, and he tried to get he tried to get 50, and he, like, he like was on live with everybody. Um and he goes, he goes, all right, I'm going to order. And he's talking to the coworker. He's like, can I put you on live? And she was like, yeah, sure. Puts, puts her on live and goes, oh, just by the way, there's 150,000 people on here watching. Yeah. And she was like, holy shit. I, I'd be like, oh, fuck. But then he, uh, I, I think he tried to get, he got 50, but he tried to get, um, I think, free Chick-fil-A for life. <laughs> <laughs> What's even better is, did you see the live to where he, he showed what his girlfriend gave him? 
Yeah, dude, that was a couple years ago. The, the blowjob bell. The blowjob bell. That came out again. He said, I'm a freak <laughs> on the court and a freak in the sheets that he held it up and it said ring for blowjob. He's, he's hilarious, funny. man. I got a question about this. I'll do an NBA question. I'll do an NBA question after this one. But on the chicken minis talk, if you got 50 chicken minis, I saw this on Twitter. How many do you think you could actually eat? 27. Easy. The oh, bread, man. if it was regular chicken like, nuggets. Like I could eat like 10 probably. Yeah. yeah if it was regular chicken <laughs> nuggets, I see that with a 27. But you're talking about chicken minis with the bread too. Yeah. The bread is going to hold you down as well. I'll say. I, but if I, would, if I knew I was going to do this, I'd starve myself for. 24 hours prior just so I could try to get as many in. That's, what's so That's crazy. what I'm saying, 27. Giannis literally played a fucking basketball game last night, and he goes this morning, cures 50s. Y'all also hear his drink order? Yeah, yep. a uh, no half, ice, half yeah. Sprite, half lemonade. Yeah, I need to try that. I don't Pretty know how honest. good that is. But um, my other NBA question, um, since we see this with the small market team like we were talking about, and not having to do the super team, who do you think is the next team and player from a kind of let's not say small market, but let's let's say let's say small market or without a super team that y'all could see winning a finals pretty soon? I'll say mine. I'll say uh, the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets can because they don't. I mean, they don't have. It might be a homer pick, but I just I just think we have the tools and we have one superstar. Jamal Murray isn't all the way there yet. Michael Porter Jr. is close to being there. And then we got Aaron Gordon. But the also the other team is the Mavs. I think the Mavs can definitely do it. They need another piece, I think, but I don't know. The Mavs are imploding. They're imploding. Yeah. I don't know. I think that Utah has a better shot than the Mavs. Yeah. You probably hate Utah, but as a well, I, hate, I hate I hate Utah, man. Can't uh, I'm gonna it. say uh, I'm just gonna also pick my uh, my Homer pick, um the Miami Heat. Yep, I was going to yeah. say that. That's pretty – Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Butler, he's ice cold. Yeah, and they don't have a, you know, a super team. I guess I'd say – I'd say as well. I You can – I think the Boston is not really a super team either. They're not really – I mean, they're, they're a big market, but they're no, not no, super. Yeah. Who – okay, who would you say is a super team still other than the Lakers? The Nets. 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 The Nets. Is it just Nets and Lakers really? The, the um, Clippers, no. Well, the Clippers. Yeah, the Paul, Clippers. They have Paul George and Kawhi. So that's really, who else do they have? Um, I, they Jackson. have one more. I swear. Reggie Jack. No. That's, <laughs> that's not. not, yeah, that's not super team guy. Um, I, I, you're right. That might that might be the two only. I think. Who could be another small market team to win it? Um, guys, it's crazy because, yeah. It's yeah. literally – it's it's completely open now. Like, Ooh. now we can sit here all day and probably name half the teams in the league, and we're like, wow, they you know could if they get one more piece. You know Sacramento who I'd love Kings. to see? Yeah. <laughs> They're, no. They're not good, though. They're no. not good. You <laughs> said, yeah, like you were agreeing. No. I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, like they're a small market team, but they're not good. Um, but I think – I, you know, a team I'd really like to see go well because I love every player on their team is the Grizzlies. Yes. John Rangers, Alexis, yes. Dylan Brooks. John is awesome. guy. 
I, I would love to see them make a run for sure. But, I think the East, I think, is up for grabs now without uh, if the Nets kind of implode. But um, I like the Heat a lot. I think they can figure it out uh, in the Hawks, too. I, and even the Suns. I mean, we saw it, too. Um, they're going to make the finals again here in a year or two. But um, Hawks with Trey Young, Bogdanovich, and uh, Kevin Porter, I think is his name. They yeah. they looked really good this postseason. And Trey Young is just getting better every time I watch him. So and I love the Heat. I love Bam. I love Hero. I love uh just all of them. I mean they're they're ballers. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. Next, um, Josh and Will, I'm gonna throw this over to y'all because y'all are the most experienced and have watched it. But let's get into some F1 talk. The most so, pure sport out there. Let's Love give us, it. give us your thoughts, and we're also and your, your, I guess your thoughts about you know how it's going so far, you know the series as as a whole, and then kind of what's going on right now with all the drama. Okay, Will, what are your thoughts on Lewis Hamilton causing Verstappen to crash? I don't think I don't know that it was exactly Lewis's fault. I think they're Ver, Verstappen's more in your face, like kind of the cocky, competitive guy, which, I mean, I respect his game, but I really don't like him. Lewis Hamilton's a little bit more quiet about it, but he's kind of the same way. He tries to play off being a nice guy, but he's not. I think they just, both of them, neither one of them would take a step back. Like one of them had to, neither, neither one of them would have, and that's just how it ended up with, with Verstappen and having to uh, not finish the race. And he was definitely not happy about that. So I'm, I'm excited to see the next, the next Grand Prix I think that they're going to go after each other pretty hard, which is going to be exciting. Maybe they'll take each other out because we need some points. My Ferrari needs some points. So. <laughs> Do you think Lewis is kind of pissed right now? Because it, it, this could be the first time since, what, 2016 he hasn't won? 2015? 2016 He's, it was his, his teammate, and they did not get along either. Lars, they did yeah. not get along either. Anytime somebody ever – like Lewis, and especially in the show, he likes to come off as this quiet, you know, like nice guy, but he's not. He's no. definitely not that guy. Um, Verstappen at least will give you what, what he is. Um, but, yeah, no, he's pissed. He's not happy that somebody's going to take his throne. And then Mercedes and Red Bull coming up at each other this year has been exciting to watch. Um, I just, you know, I'm hoping that I can get more competitive next year. I'm kind of – those two teams have kind of been really good for the past couple, two or three years with the rise of Verstappen and just the rise of uh, Red Bull's car in general. I'm ready to see somebody – some of the, another team, you know, kind of step into that. Maybe like a Haas racing making a big jump from 10th place. I yeah, mean, they're, hey, they're, it's electric yeah, when a Haas racing car finishes in 17th place. That's electric. They, they, they're, if they could just improve on their car, they could do a lot better. They've got Mick, Mick Schumacher is a good driver. His dad was a good driver. He's, he's a Formula 2 champion. He's a good driver. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking more like a McLaren or Ferrari or yeah. someone like that could make the jump. Or – um. It hasn't a uh, oh who did um, stroll? What what's that team? I'm blanking. Aston right Martin. Here. Aston Martin. Do you think that they could eventually reach that next tier too? Yeah, they've got I mean they've money. got a lot of money behind them now too. I think they could, and they've got good drivers too. Sebastian uh, Vettel and Lance Stroll's really come into his own. Uh, Seb's a little washed, in my opinion. Now, I mean, he kind of got pushed out of Ferrari because mm -hmm. he's just Leclerc. Leclerc was just dominating him. Um, but I do think that they could be good. They definitely had a really good last season. I mean, much better than anyone expected. So well, your favorite F1 driver, who you saying? Leclerc? Charles Leclerc. 
Love it. The young gun. <laughs> I'm and big... uh, I like Lando a lot, too. I like Lando Norris yeah. a lot, too, from McLaren. Well, the young guys, you know, that aren't Max Verstappen, basically. I like them a lot. The guys that actually show, like, personality, basically. Exactly. And I like Ricardo a lot, too. That's I what just, I was uh, about to say. That's why I'm a big Ricardo I mean, guy, because he'll – He's funny, you know. Maybe I just like to be different. I don't know. He's funny, but I, I don't know. I like – I think that Lando and, and Charles are much better drivers than him, too, so. Yeah, I agree. Who's your favorite manager? Uh, it's got to be the Haas guy. Oh, yes. Steiner. Um He's like he's got like a French accent, or is he German or French? He's German. He's German. He's German. It's hilarious. He's just funny because he's just always so disappointed with how bad his team is. Yeah, and he's just like, <laughs> I'm trying to convince Gene not to cut funding. <laughs> yeah. We need and more then, money. Well, we. He's like, we barely made it again this year, but somehow <laughs> we're still here. <laughs> hey, once they're actually like the seventh team instead of the 10th team, it's going to be electric. Oh, America's going to get all behind. Them. Oh, exactly. <laughs> it, it'd be electric, whatever. They're that good at like circuit of America's or like Miami next year. That would be awesome. Yeah, it would. I'd love to see it. All right, Luke. That's uh, that's all that one talk we got. All righty. Now I want to pivot to, uh, I definitely need to watch that. I need to kind of tune in. I kind of watched, a little bit of the first episode of season three, and I just, I don't know. I guess I got sidetracked by something else. And you um, and watch the actual races too this year. Yeah, what time are they on? Aren't they on like Saturdays? <laughs> they're, like, like, they're Sunday mornings at like in, seven, eight. They have one in Japan at like midnight. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Let's do it. Saturday night. <laughs> um. All right. So this is a question I saw online. If you had to give it, um. You had a fourth and goal on the one-yard line, and you had to give it to somebody to get you a touchdown. Who are you giving it to? We'll get a college answer and an NFL answer. Keaton, you first. All right. Well, there's no other person than Jerome the Bus Bettis. Uh, he's my number one guy. He's a freaking beast. He's a tank. And watching him with Big Ben early on in his career, he's a freaking beast. And he weighs like 270. He's a big dude. Um, he's a tank. I actually don't have a college one, but I'll throw in another NFL one. Um, uh, Marshawn Lynch, that dude loves Skittles. If you throw Skittles in the end zone, he's going to find a way in there. So <laughs> yeah, Jerome Bettis and Marshawn are, are my two. I think the only correct answer is Mike Allstott, the A train, the last pure fullback in the league who could still run the ball. I mean, he's going through people. And then my, uh, College one is Lindale White. If you remember him, he it was uh, thunder and lightning. It was him and Reggie Bush. Ray, Lindale, Lindale was just such a power, just driving through people. I think I would give it to him if it was college fourth and one goal. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like Lindale White. I hadn't heard that name in a while. He's, yeah, a, a, little, he's a great little tandem little with little old Reggie ass. Bush back in the day. I always forget about him. Who you got, uh, Will? Um, in college, I'm going to go LeGarrette Blunt. Yeah. Just because I'm not going to steal anybody else's answers because uh, Lindell White was going to be mine as well, honestly, in college. And in the pros, you got to give it to the greatest running back of all time. The only running back to ever rush for 2,000 yards in uh in 16 in 
16 games, OJ Simpson. Uh, that's where I thought that was going. OJ. Oh, OJ. We disavow. If we disavow. OJ, if OJ were to play in the league today, do you think he would wear gloves? And would they fit? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I think that he would wear gloves and they, and they would fit. Also, I scratched that. Not 16 games. 14 games. 14 yeah, games. That was before they uh, lengthened the season. He's the best uh, to ever do it. You can't not trust the guy at the line. Yeah, we disavow. We disavow. Mm-hmm. Do, do we? Do we disavow though? Oh uh, yeah. Did he yeah. do it? Did he do it? All right. Next question. <laughs> Luke's just blowing past it. I'm gonna. Yeah. No, we're not gonna. No. Disavow. Um. <laughs> damn it, Will. Okay. So mine. I don't know how no one took this for college. I'm gonna go bow over the top. Bo Jackson. Great, yeah. Greatest athlete. Greatest athlete. Solid of all time. one. And, in my opinion, I think he's the greatest athlete of all time. Just insane that when he jumped over the one-yard line against uh, Alabama in the Iron Bowl, that was awesome. Um, and NFL, I'm going to go William the Fridge Perry Good from one. the 85 oh. Bears. From the 85 Bears, this man was a monster. He ran over so many people. It was just so funny to see, like, a 300-pound guy wearing number 72 take a handoff. Because he was a defensive him. lineman. Yeah. And nobody's going to run over everybody. Warren Sapp. Yeah, Warren Sapp. Oh, that was some good picks there. That was funny. That was awesome. Um, all right. Well, I'm kind of moving to some. Let's move into some questions about you, um, Josh. What's this about Will and Walmart? You got a story? Okay. Will has. Will, how you've explained this to me before it's not will that does it but it's 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 somebody that he knows it's a hypothetical yeah totally we're not not trying to incriminate anybody you know how could i get no one does this how could i get like free steak from walmart or free beer like how could i do that if i was going to do it hypothetically of course so i would go and uh, just get some, you know, some miscellaneous cheaper items, you know, just to get some stuff, some items. Um, and then maybe get you know, go find some some ribeyes that you like, throw them, you know, put them in the cart as well, maybe under some of those said items. Uh, and then go grab some beer, you know, put them at the bottom of the cart. You know, if you have a dog, put some dog food down there too. Uh, and then go to the uh, self-checkout and you, you just uh, – you scan all of your cheaper items, bag those up, and then put those on, on top of, of your other items, and then you just walk out. Yeah, hypothetically, of course. I feel yeah, like that would be a great way. To... We do not commit. No. Yes, no, no nobody's, nobody has ever done that. No, that, yeah. that, that, that's not a thing that happens. No, that's that's don't do that. Nobody don't do that. That's just a bad yeah. thing. But, uh, no, nobody. You, Twelve of our listeners, come on, man. Yeah, it, it, totally yeah. hypothetical situation, of course. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we can see behind you in our Zoom. What the hell is with this hockey jersey collection, man? You got Pretty a sick uh, hockey jersey collection. Variety, man. I see an abs one back there. I like it. I've got uh, every every hockey team um, except for the newest one, who just had their uh, expansion draft tonight. So that will be coming soon. The Kraken. The Kraken. I'll be getting that soon. But I have every team, at least one from every team other than the Kraken. I have uh, a couple different Stars jerseys and then mostly Sharks jerseys. Sharks are my team. But, yeah, and then 
I was like, man, I have all these hockey jerseys. I'm just going to put them on my wall. So that's what I did. I also have like 20-something basketball jerseys, seven football jerseys, I think, and like six baseball jerseys, and a couple soccer jerseys too. I don't know. I have a Lukaku jersey. I like him. What's a, uh, what's a jersey, any sport, any player that you have just been searching for that you would just – that you really want? Um, Brady Slavin's Arkansas baseball jersey. Yeah. <laughs> it's, is it because he hit 500 in Juco? It's a must. Yeah, yeah. He's going he's gonna to hit 500 in D1 next year. You just watch. There we go. Watch. Coming back, hype about that. Um, <laughs> that was funny. Um, good, good little talk about your jerseys. I love a good jersey collection. Anyone has those. I kind of have a – during middle school and, like, high school, I kind of went through that. I was like, oh, I got to get all these jerseys. Like, I got, a, I got an old um, – Old Iverson one, that was pretty good. Um, I've got one of those. Yeah. Good the, black, the black one? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's get into our franchise season cut, Keaton. All right. So we kind of got a throwback one here. We're going to the 2000s. We got franchise season cut, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Chad Ochocinco. Oh. Easy. <laughs> Easy. I'm going to franchise Randy. I think he's the greatest wide receiver of all time. I'm gonna season Owens and I'm gonna cut Ocho Cinco. Franchise Randy season Ocho Cinco because he's electric. Ticket sales out the ass for sure. And then uh, cut To. T.O. and Ocho are kind of like, I think that T.O. is a little more talented than Ocho, so, but I'm definitely going to franchise Randy Moss. Uh, he's the best out of the bunch. I'm going to season T.O. Um, and then I'm going to cut Ocho. And I also think cutting Ocho there, you're going to get a lot of content out of that. I think that that would just be hilarious. Like him with the Dolphins almost. Back so, in that hard knocks there. If we were to make a hard knocks of our hypothetical situation, you would cut Ocho Cinco just for the content. Absolutely. There we go. <laughs> I'm with you on this one, Josh. I'm franchising Randy. I'm seasoning Chad Ocho Cinco because he's just a legend. He changed his last name to match his jersey number, which is electric. And then I got to That's cut a big Tito. dick move. That is I know. a big dick move. Tio, nothing against him, but I think I just love Chad Ocho Cinco. I've always liked him. So, yeah. All right, I've got a franchise season cut specifically for Will. Okay, franchise season cut, high school Will, college Will, adult Will. <laughs> Am I the only one answering this? Probably. Now, this is just for you. Uh, I'm going to like – I'd like to say that I'd franchise – no, I don't. This is tough. I'm going to cut high school Will for sure. Definitely, he's gone out of here. This is tough. Because uh. you could say you could franchise high school Will because you know what you're going to get out of him. Just also years of consistent. Could always franchise college Will too. <laughs> but you know what? I've got faith in myself in the future. I'm going to franchise adult Will and I'm going to season college, college Will. It's a tough call, though. College will be <laughs> that, that'd be worthy of a franchise, I think. <laughs> there we, there we go. 
All right. Um, so hop right into best available. Go down. Yeah. yeah. What's Let's the What's the order here? All right. So I did a random name generator, and so Will's going first pick snake draft like last time. So Will one, Josh two, Keaton three, and me four. All righty. All right. So the topic. The topic is darty jerseys. Yeah. You're up. All right. I think this is kind of a little bit of a chalk pick-ish. Um, but I, I actually don't own this jersey personally. It's just a very popular. Most of my jerseys are kind of a little bit obscure. But I'm going to have to go with the Indiana State Larry Bird jersey, the baby Dang blue. It. Just a great color. I mean, Larry, Larry Bird's just a legendary basketball player. It's darty season. You're outside. You want something, you want something cooler. Basketball jersey is going to be a good move there. And it's just, I mean, it's just a, it's just a great jersey. I mean, the, the design's good, the color's good, the player's good. I mean, it's just perfect. I think it works perfect. I think the only thing that comes close to a basketball jersey for darty season is a baseball jersey unbuttoned. And what is the best darty baseball jersey? Johnny Manziel, San Diego Padres jersey. That one is electric to wear to a darty. <laughs> All right. It's kind of my... obscure. Not a lot of people know he was drafted by the Padres. It's a conversation yeah, I'm gonna be honest, I didn't know that either. I did not know that. I've seen that one. It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, I'm going to go with a Mike Bibby, Mike Bibby Vancouver Grizzlies jersey, uh, the light blue. Great one. Um, basketball jerseys. Definitely go to. It gets hot wherever you go. So I'm going to go with that one. All right. I have my number one and number two pick. And number one, I'm going to go classic retro Raptors Vince Carter jersey. Oh, I was going to take that. I should have waited to take John yep. Manziel. Yep. And then for my number two, hmm, number two, I'm going to go any Kobe number eight jersey. Damn it, Luke. Two great That's... picks right there. All right. I'm going to go with the John Stockton jazz jersey. That one's sick. Um, the retro with the uh, – I think it's the rainbow on it. It's pretty sweet. So, I'm going to go with John Stockton on that one. Who's up? Is it me? Yeah. Okay. I'm going Dwayne Wade Miami Vice jersey. The black with the uh, Ooh, neon blue and pink. feel like that's a solid one. Yeah, that is a good one. I, that, I, I, own, I own like all of those colors of vice jerseys. The, the white one may be the best, but I'm just going the original black. I've got, one, I've got the black one, so I'm just rolling with that one. I think I'm going to go obscure and just go one of uh, one of the, each of the uh, jersey styles. And I think with my number two pick, I'm going to go with the Bo Jackson Royals jersey. Bro. Another, another blue one. one. You know, I love the color blue. And, I mean, it's another one. He's a two-sport athlete. And it's just the Royals do have great colors. They have great jerseys. So, and then – with my third, I'm going to go with 
Uh, let's see. For everybody listening, Will just turned around to look at his wall of hockey jerseys. Give me any. It's, this is a, this is going to be a darty. It's going to be in like the wind, the late fall, early spring. It's a little colder, but you know you want to get outside. It's a little bit warmer. Give me any player in the Arizona Coyotes. I, it's like I forget what it is, but it's like the the it's hockey the wolf guy kind of yeah wolf guy. It's like the Aztecas jersey or something like that. Give me anybody in that. That one may not play on the play may not play on the graphic. But that's one of the best jerseys that's been ever that's ever been made. So if you're if you're listening to this, look it up and you'll know that I'm right. It is sweet. That may be the best hockey jersey of all time. It is. I think it is. Oh, it's me again. Um, you know what? We've already referenced him once this season. I'm gonna go ahead and go or this podcast. I'm gonna go ahead and go OJ Simpson football jersey. That lets everybody know you're not fucking around whenever you show up. That everybody knows you're there for business. Like you walk up to a pong table and you see somebody wearing an OJ Simpson jersey, you're scared to try to beat them. Like that's just the sad fact of the matter. You know this guy's not messing around. Um, I think I'm gonna go with <laughs> Yao Ming in the retro Rockets jersey. Oh, was, like the the blue, uh, one? The blue yeah. with pinstripes, kind of. Yep. Oh, that's a good jersey. Gotcha. Yeah, I was thinking T Mac, but I think Yao. I love Yao, and I'm gonna go with Yao on that one. Hmm. I'm gonna go. Dang. Fuck, man, this is tough. Uh, I'm gonna go. We're Dennis Rodman Pistons jersey. Solid pick. Pretty good one. Old retro retro bad boys. And then I've got my fourth one after this, don't I? I kind of want to go into football a little bit. Um shit. Uh, It's tough. There's there's really not many, like if you think of a darty, there's not many like football, like there is one answer for football to where you're like darty there's one answer i hmm. uh, know what i'm gonna say whatever because see because i really like this jersey and i think it's a good darty vibe uh clayton kershaw white dodgers jersey good pick spider sack um i don't know on this one i think i gotta go with Allen Iverson with the Sixers, the black jersey. That one's just goaded. You cannot like Allen Iverson. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to go ahead and go with Christian Leitner on Duke because everybody loves to hate Christian Leitner. That's that's just a classic just college showing up to a party in the middle of the day kind of vibe, I feel like. Yeah. And if my last pick, it's not one that I uh you have you have two picks. Wait, uh, no, do I? Yeah, wait. Yeah, you have two so. picks. Yeah, you got two picks back, back. back. So you had the first one, then you went back and you had two, so you had three. And then now we went back and you got two more. So I have five total picks? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you have five total picks. 
Yeah, okay. I thought we got fucked in the snake draft. Wait, no. Wait, what? How do I have... I thought I have four picks. No, it's the top five. Oh. Have you picked? Or are you going last then? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I go last. So I've got one more after this. Okay. Okay. Give me, uh, for my football jersey, I'm going to go with... I was kind of playing off Josh's early pick here. Give me the Johnny Manziel Browns jersey. That's a great darty jersey. That's a big that is, dive right there. Yeah. That's, that's what I was one. trying to I was trying to like hint that to Luke, but he wasn't picking up on it. It'd be a shame if I literally up on that Johnny was the Manziel. one jersey I was thinking of, but I was like, I think there's better ones that I personally like. I don't know. I couldn't um, pick them again just because I already had the baseball jersey. You can't have I'm two. I'm playing all I'm playing all sports here. And then with my last pick, um give me the um, Michael Jordan All Star jersey. Um, which one? It's the one with the pepper on it, right? The what? The one with the wait, what? Which one are you talking about? I'm gonna go with the one with the cactus on it because I own that. The yeah, one in okay. Arizona with the cactus on. Yeah. It. Sorry, I thought I'm it picking was Michael question. Jordan there because Michael Jordan. He's the he's the guy. He's he's the goat. I I'll, I do own that jersey though, but it has debt left shrimp on it. I don't know that anybody knows who that is. Yes, yeah, dead left <laughs> shrimp. <laughs> okay. I am shocked that this hasn't been picked yet for baseball jerseys. One of the best players of all time, King Griffey Jr., Mariners, throwback. Yep. Or even the the teal one, actually. We'll go King Griffey Jr. teal. Yeah, those, that, that's jersey. one I was going to do. That one's sick. Great jersey. Love King Griffey Jr. too. Um, I'm going to go football here. One of my favorite running backs ever. I'm going to go with the LT baby blue Chargers jersey. Great pick. Great I, pick. Almost, I almost picked that. I thought I had too much blue on my board, though. Great pick. Can't have yeah, too much. Got to get a Pantone check. Um, I'm going to go with my last pick. I'm going to go with – a Earl Campbell, um, Houston Oilers baby blue jersey. Great pick, love it. Great jerseys. That's a great color. That colors are so good. Yeah, they I need to bring that. They got to bring it back. I've got the Warren Moon of Oilers jersey. Oh, yeah, one of my cool. favorites. But who one should wear? Who should wear that jersey? Should it be the Titans or the Texans? Because it's Houston Oilers, and I feel looks, like a they look kind of better on the Titans, it, but it's the titans yeah. franchise i think they, i think houston looks better with the dark blue that they have um but i think the titans should wear it i think houston if they're gonna go to that cult they should just read honestly the texans at this point should just rebrand as the oilers they should just scratch <laughs> yeah them. honestly whatever happened these past three years just start Forget about it let's just start fresh you know new colors new logo new name it would be perfect for them. I think a good – just a good re- hard reset would be good for that franchise. All right. I've got one honorable mention that I thought about picking, but after Will picked MJ, I kind of pulled back from it, is the MJ original Toon Squad jersey. Yep. I, I almost went that way, but I, I didn't want to go two MJs. That's, that's a classic, too. You didn't want to pick the LeBron? No, that may be the no. ugliest jersey I've ever seen. I uh, so bad. I've, I've, 
I've got so many honorable mentions. Um, my first one, Grant Hill retro Pistons jersey. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the teal with the teal, flaming the teal, flaming horse. Yep. yep. Um, I'm gonna go with Bobby Boucher, Waterboy. <laughs> Classic. So I didn't put that one. Um, JJ Redick Duke. Yep. That would be a cool one. Uh, KD Supersonics jersey. Um, and then I'm gonna go any Brian Scalabrini jersey. <laughs> Any Brian Scalabrini jersey. If you – if – I think there's a common, like, a knowing around Brian Scalabrini jerseys. If you're at a darty or you're at a party or anything and someone comes up to you and they say, who is that, they don't. Just ask them to leave. Yeah. yeah. Like – one yeah, thing I've okay. noticed with all the jerseys we picked, we all picked kind of lighter colors, which is just perfect for the vibe. Yeah. We were all kind of thinking the same thing. I've got one that I should have picked, but it's uh, Jason Williams' Purple Kings jersey, white chocolate. White chocolate. The yeah. all purple or the purple and black checkered one? Uh, all purple. Mm. Both good choices, I think. Both good choices. All right, Lou. Pretty good, pretty good list. Yeah, you want to run us through everybody's picks? Oh, I didn't. Did you write them down? All right, each person just say their picks. Okay. Mine was Johnny Manziel Padres jersey, Dwayne Wade, Miami Vice, OJ Simpson, Bills, Christian Leitner, Duke, and Ken Griffey Jr. Teal. Um, I did, I did uh, Vince Carter retro um, uh, Raptors, uh, any Kobe Bryant number eight jersey, um. Dennis Rodman, Pistons jersey, Clayton Kershaw jersey, and um, what's his name? Earl Campbell, um, Houston Oilers, baby blue jersey. Um, I had Yao Ming with the retro uh, Rockets jersey. Um, John Stockton with the mountains on the jazz, or the purple one with the mountains on it. Um, Mike Bibby with the Vancouver Grizzlies, the light blue. Allen Iverson, just goat. Um, and then a baby blue Ladanian Tomlinson jersey for the Chargers. Um, I went the Larry Bird Indiana State jersey, um, the Bo Jackson Royals jersey. Um, anybody uh, on the Arizona Coyotes with the Aztecas jersey, uh, Johnny Manziel Browns jersey. And the uh, Michael Jordan Cactus All Star Game jersey. There's some solid picks right there. Those were awesome. Um, yeah, we're gonna put that. We're gonna put a poll and put that graphic up tomorrow. And see everybody on Twitter can see who got the best one. Um, also, I forgot to mention this. Go listen to the Encore podcast. Me and Josh hopped on there. It's it's a couple of our buddies. Um, Veach and Veach and Dalton were on there with us. Cade's on it too, and we just reviewed um, Space Jam too, like we did on here. But we also did our our a draft, just like we did here, but of our top fight scenes in any movie or TV show. So definitely go give that a listen. But I think that concludes this episode, boys. I think I mean, this was a a great one. Will, we appreciate you for coming on. Definitely going to have you on again. I appreciate you having me. I'm ready anytime. Ready anytime. Hell yeah, yeah. thanks a ton. Oh yeah. But all righty, I appreciate everybody listening and uh, hope you guys enjoy.